0: Hey, you're listening to Be Your Best with Phil Haugen, where we explain the methods that help bridge the language barrier between horse and rider. Our goal with each episode is to provide you with the training philosophies that will help you to be your best every day. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for this week's episode of Be Your Best Horsemanship. This is Phil Haugen coming to you from the bunkhouse at our training facility in Weatherford, Oklahoma. Normally I do these episodes early in the mornings before anything happens for the day. But this week, this was the first week of our mentorship program. And it is late Friday afternoon and we're just finishing up. And I've got Sarah Angel with me today. she's going to be my guest speaker today on this episode and we are Sarah and I are going to try really hard to get through this without laughing man, I think we'll do good, so just stay with us. but anyway, Sarah is from mcDade, Texas correct Yes sir and actually, we met for the first time we had, we'd actually talked several times on the phone yes, when sir. we were planning an event previously Yes.
1: That was before COVID, I think. Before maybe. COVID, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: before COVID kind of put the world into a little tailspin. And then we actually met for the first time at Seguin, Texas last year.
1: Yes, sir. Last That's spring. My at that. favorite clinic I've ever been
0: to. <laughs> well, it it was a good group. No that way. was a good group at yeah. Seguin. So today we're, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. Sarah brought four horses up here. Yes, sir. Two customer horses and two personal horses. Yep. And we've been riding all week, and we have been talking a lot about, you know, the process of becoming and continuing to evolve as a trainer. We've talked a lot about the challenges that training horses is going to present, and that nobody gets a pass on that. No. Everybody is going to go through some trials some tribulations some frustrations some tough times right all the time yeah yeah at times but the rewards are outstanding as well so to begin with i'm just going to ask sarah a few questions and then i'll have a lot to add to this too but to begin with i want Sarah, to just tell us a little bit about yourself, how your program works, Mm -hmm. and also where your program's going, because you and I have had a lot of conversation about that this week. Yes, absolutely. And then then we're going to talk some horsemanship. We're going to talk some personal development. We're just going to talk about everything. We're going to go all over the place. Go so, all
1: in. Put it all out on the table. So
0: first of all, because there's, there's a lot of people out there that are in a similar situation as you are, where nobody starts out building a training business, and all of a sudden they've got this perfect situation, perfect facilities, perfect customers, perfect you know, revenue streams that yes. makes it work. We all started at the same spot, yeah. right? So tell everybody a little bit about your program right now, how you've built it up, the people that you've worked with that have influenced you, Yes. okay? Because yes. you've been around some really oh, talented so people.
1: I, so many, so many. And
0: and then where, where you're going from here, yes, what your sir. plans are?
1: Um, I think something that I'd like to share that I think is really important maybe for people who are listening who have been in a similar situation is um, I did not come from a family of horsemen. I right. didn't come from a right. rodeo family. I didn't come from parents that had horses growing up. Well, my mom had horses, but they you know rode them once a year on the county, you know fair trail ride type right. deal. Right. So um, I think a lot of people get discouraged when they don't have that support system but as you mentioned and i'll get to talk about a lot of them um, i've had tons of amazing mentors over the years so i just want people to know that you don't have to have that background to be good at this you can absolutely develop yourself and today we're so blessed with so many resources the amount of learning you can do is endless so i would just like for people to know to not be discouraged if that's you maybe because you know, I guess 10, 15 years ago, I probably wouldn't think that I'd be doing what I'm doing now. As far as my program, it's, uh, it's a, what I consider a small one. I don't really like to have more than eight horses at a time, including my own. And that's mostly because I feel like that's the most I can ride and care for by myself in a day and still do them justice. I know that in these horse training situations, oftentimes we need more numbers to be able to afford to feed ourselves and pay our bills and i'm trying to work towards a spot where i don't necessarily need the high numbers to survive so i can do a better job on my horses and hopefully you know not have to kill myself on each and every one of them um you know the the horse trainer burnout is real you and i talked about that this week
0: yeah and i'll just i'll inject some thoughts there you know we talked about it this week you know we while you've been here you've been working four horses a day but we've been riding all day mm-hmm. i mean we're all kind of sore
1: mm-hmm. i mean yeah they have yeah. not been short rides at <laughs> no
0: all. we we've put in some riding time and you know purposely before this mentorship week started i held off some horses so that i basically was doing the same thing i was riding about four horses a day and you and Haley Nida who is also here for the mentorship program each had four horses. And those were long days. Lots yes. of riding. Everybody's about half sore. Yes. But the progression has been tremendous. No.
1: One hundred percent. It you know, those weeks made me really think a lot about, you know, how important those quality rides are. You might not necessarily be working on a lot of different things at once, right, because they're horses and you have to do pieces at a time, but being able to take my time and spend that quality time with each horse, you know, it, I think it just makes them so much better. It makes us better, right, because we're able to, you know, go through things more methodically with more intention and more, you know, thought put behind it.
0: Well, we slow down. Yes. We slow down and we give them a chance when when you slow down like and you and I've talked about this a bunch this week When we slow down we give them a chance to catch up. Yes, and when you do that, then you have progress
1: Yes, and you know going back to that slowing down So in a little bit back to my program I, I train barrel horses. So that's what I do is I'm a barrel horse trainer and I think with the Futurity horses in particular, you know, these young horses that we get and a lot of us are getting them, you know, late two-year-old.
0: If you're lucky. If we're
1: lucky. (laughs) Sometimes they're three and maybe they haven't had very many months of riding on them. And all of a sudden, you know, oh man, we got to get them ready for the Futurities. I think that we are constantly speed jamming our horses for the barrels because we're, you know, we've got this deadline and... And I don't get me wrong, I love the futurities. I love the events. I love the people, the other trainers. It's probably, like, the best barrel racing environment in the whole entire sport. But, you know, it's hard. It's tough to get those colts ready. And that pressure you put on yourself to achieve those performances, those winning performances, um, it gets you in a rush and gets you in a hurry.
0: Well, in that situation, I think, you know, the majority of us as trainers whenever we have a deadline a lot of times we feel behind you know I I've said this before I've every horse I've ever had in training I felt like I was behind you know and and whether I was or wasn't you just naturally feel that pressure and you think because it's all about producing results I mean you gotta they gotta you can talk the talk, but they better walk the walk. I mean, your horses better work, right? And it is very, very tough to understand, you know, that old saying, slow down and be fast. By us slowing down, a lot of times those younger horses, it gives them that opportunity to catch up.
1: Absolutely. And
0: in that split second to help them, to help them give them that a little bit of extra time to find the response we're looking for before we go into correction mode. Right. 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 Which is easy to do. It is so easy to do. <laughs> yes. You know, and, and I think everybody, you know, like we've talked a ton this week. You know, we've spent a lot of time together, ate a lot of meals together, put in a lot of rides together. And, you know, the understanding that I've been at this for over 40 years and i'm still dealing with that slowing myself down now it gets easier it gets easier but starting out you know one of the main reasons i wanted to have you on for a podcast is there's there's a bunch of people that fall into that same group with you and you know, we talked about it the other morning when we were having a our, our meeting, and we were talking about some self development things, mm-hmm. some personal development things, and talking mm-hmm. about confidence. Yes. You know, talk a little bit about because we we all go through it. Talk a little bit about our conversation, talking about confidence and where you're at in your training program, and and why that's you know, why, why that's a challenge.
1: Absolutely. I mean, confidence is key, right? I mean, that's probably the most important thing we can have for ourselves and for our horses is confidence and knowing that we're absolutely capable of doing all the things we need to do and achieving all the things we want to achieve on their backs and, and otherwise and you know this week we talked a lot about um your self-image and your confidence and your self-talk and your confidence and how all those are directly tied to one another and it's true Um, even you know even on the bad days right if you've already beat yourself before you walk out to the barn and saddle that horse that maybe you've been struggling with if you're already saying oh man this is gonna suck or oh man we had such a bad day yesterday you you've already lost that fight before you even get on their back and you're just beating your head against a brick wall if that's how you approach it every day and that's not just with you know maybe a difficult horse but maybe that's anything you're struggling with you know in your training program or in your life in general right physically yeah. spiritually mentally emotionally financially i think if you you beat yourself up and Lord knows that I'm guilty of it because i'm the worst self-critic in the world, Um, but if you beat yourself before you start, it's not a very good place to start.
0: No, and you know, we talked a lot about that, about thoughts, Mm -hmm. how, how, you know, negative thoughts can creep in, and it's just a thought. It hadn't even happened yet, right? And we talked about, you know, self-image and positive self-talk and how, you know, you need to tell yourself, I can do this. I've done it before. I'm working hard. I do this every day. Yep. We'll get this. Yep. Well, you know, and and we talked about, I, I talked with you about that just with my rope and getting ready to go to Las Vegas. Some of my practices haven't been what I wanted them to be. And the pro, you know, the, the reason was I had let little things drift into my mind instead of, instead of feeding my mind with, positive self-talk telling myself i do this every day i've done this forever i've got a great horse i can do this well just that little bit of change in your thought process changes how you address and how you apply your training program with a horse because like we talked about the only thing you're training is that Muscle that's about the size of my fist that's in their brain because that's what's telling that horse That's what's telling that horse's body what to do and and just like with one of your horses that you you know, let's let's face it. You were just a little bit frustrated mm-hmm. with her.
1: I can right? I can I give a shout out to all my <laughs> pals that are probably listening. You guys know old Nellie. You all know how horrible she can be sometimes. God love her. Oh, man. So we had
0: we had a little we had a little change mm-hmm. in the way we um, applied your program with yeah. her, and she had a day that was. Probably a little tougher than some days she's had.
1: I can say that's probably the hardest day that Mary's ever had in her life since she's been mine
0: (laughs) But and and you know, here's the thing there. It's and we've talked about this. There's There's times when you make the right answer easy and the wrong answer Uncomfortable and that we were kind of at a point with her that we needed to do that. That was it and You know, let's, and I just say it this way, you know, to where we, there wasn't anything harsh or abusive, but we did put her feet to work.
1: Yes, that and, mare had to work. She had to really think about what she was doing.
0: And before you were done, when you put your hand down, she was happy to keep her feet still and her yep. head down. And she was, and today she was awesome.
1: I would say in the last like 24, 48 hours, it, completely different animal
0: absolutely today she was completely different yes i mean we started out the week with her pulling back (laughs) hitting her head on the trailer
1: busted busted her head on the trailer she's special her (laughs) her her fan club knows she she loves (laughs) loves to make a scene
0: so it was uh there was a progression in there where we kind of finally had to have a little you know what let's let's try something let's try to apply let's change the application of what we're doing a little bit and mm-hmm. you know and she was you know i'm gonna say that you know when you were done she valued a breath of air more than she did earlier she did. and uh but but the results you know and and we talked a lot about this horses do not like being reactive mm-hmm. they want to be using the thinking side of their brain they want to they want they need the help to get there but once they get there they're so much more secure they're so much more confident like that mare today when you worked her completely different horse
1: she was not anxious today not frazzled
0: loping her around on a loose rein a real pretty soft lope she was staying soft in her rib cage she was staying collected your hand was down you weren't using two hands to control her Mm -hmm. right because horses that have a reactive nature and they're being reactive they're somewhat controllable but not trainable right? and like I told you when we started that you don't have to work any harder than you're working you work real hard Right, but we just had to apply it a little bit different yeah. and, and you know that only comes from the only reason I know in situations like that some things to try is because I've just lived longer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've just lived longer but just like a lot of other trainers out there in your situation and like in this business and in the futurity world you'll make it no doubt because the two things we talked about the first day, you're you're willing to learn and you're willing to work. Those are two things you, to me, I don't care what you're doing. You better be willing to learn and you better be willing to work.
1: Absolutely.
0: Get the knowledge, apply it. Yes. It's that simple. Yes. You know, and sometimes it takes, just like for you coming here this week, that's a huge commitment. I get it. That's a huge commitment, but at the same time, added to what you're already doing, it's gonna pay off big time.
1: I think it already has.
0: Yeah, it's it, it, and and you know, and I'm not. I don't want this to turn into an infomercial for me at all because (laughs) you did everything. I never, I never got on one horse of yours, did I? Mm, No, I never got on your horse. No so i mean you did all the work and you did all the application and and really and truly now you're going to get the way you're applying your program now you're going to get more progression more results with with even maybe a little less effort because you were working your butt off
1: that would be amazing
0: yeah you're you know you you've got a lot of and you got you got a lot of good things going on and you got a heck of a set of horses here
1: thank you i'm really lucky you know i've got really my i've got my personal horses but i'm really lucky i have really great clients to ride for too they make my job easy um i i can't say enough good things really about any of them but um I do know you did mention earlier. I would like to talk a little bit, you know, about the other people who have yeah, helped absolutely. me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, well, absolutely. You've definitely helped me for sure. You've been, you've always been a source that I've been able to go to when I've needed help, and uh, other people on that list. Uh, gosh, I mean, years, years of knowledge from different folks. But in college, my very first internship, if you will, which we've all. Been in some fun internship situations, I'm sure, in our horse training journeys. But um, Bo and Randa Kellogg, um, they both rode and trained Futurity Barrel Horses. And I was in college living with my other good friend, and I'd consider her a mentor, Chaney Payne. She's Chaney Graves now. But um, I went to work for Bo and Randa, and I learned so much while I was there. So much. Like looking back now, I don't even think I appreciated how much well at that I time. You probably time, didn't
0: realize the value of it. I didn't. Right. I mean, it's hard. I mean, but that's every. We all do that. Yeah. We all look back and go, "God, I, yeah. I wish I would have thanked that guy and told him how he changed my life." At the time. Oh, absolutely. They are changing our lives, but we really didn't know it.
1: Oh, oh, so so much change and. I had a really nice mare at the time who she was nice but i didn't know enough you know and beau he absolutely got that horse under control for me and showed me how to keep her together and i do, i really do wish i could go back and thank him for that i really do um
0: who are some of the others
1: so i've got to give a huge shout out to two other really special ladies um janet staten and joy wargo um, Janet has been a good friend and mentor for years. We're both from down there in the bastrop McDade area in Texas. But a lot of barrel racers will know Janet because she trained JS, Milo and Stitch, Mm -hmm. Charging to Fame, Famalicious. There's, and I'm sure many others I'm forgetting off the top of my head, but that lady, she's just a winner and just one of the best people and horsewomen that I know. And Joy Wargo, I mean, gosh, like, I was so, so lucky and blessed that I got to work with her and her husband, Trent, for about a year and a half or so, and uh, gosh, that really, that really set me up for, I think feel like where I am now, because not only did I get to spend so much time riding with Joy and, you know, learning how to really figure out the whole body control thing and the, the riding aspect of it, but also just running a business and taking care of those animals um there's so much stuff that i learned from her and trent and i'm so grateful for that time with them and man you know just gratitude abound for all of it and all those people that i've had over the years because those are really the ones that have kept me going you know in those moments of self-doubt and things like that those are the people that kind of pull you up by your bootstraps and keep you pointed you know in the direction you want to go and well you have to
0: you know to this day i have mentors and you have to you know i feel like if you don't if you aren't using the influences of some mentors in your life yes you're taking a really really hard road yes and and you know the the hard road that you have been down... Because we all are going to have hard times. The, those are a blessing because you learn from that. And you figure out if you want it bad enough. Yes. Because if you're only going to stay in this business... If things go easy... Oh, man. You're not staying in this business.
1: No. Not I, at all. I don't
0: care who you are. You know, you're not... If, if it's only going to happen... And, unless If everything goes perfect... You just as well cut bait and get out now because you're done. Right. Right. I mean, you it know, takes, it takes those people to give you that word of encouragement and mm-hmm. say, Hey, you're doing great.
1: It really does. And I think people don't realize, you know, like there's there's, don't get me wrong. Like there's going to be a lot of, you know, great days, but there's some hard days to get there. What was it? I was saying the other day that everybody, you know, wants to know how you got to be an overnight success, but yeah. they didn't see all the years until it got there.
0: Yeah, they they weren't around those days where mm-hmm. you're sitting in the barn with your head in your hands, going, yeah. Boy, <laughs> "What is am this I doing? What am I supposed to? Is this <laughs> what I'm supposed to be doing?" Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's it. But you know what? That everybody has that story, and and it's uh, it it is challenging, but so rewarding. It's probably so the rewarding. most
1: rewarding thing I've ever done, you know, deciding to ride for myself full time. Um, gosh, there, there's just the whole process and, you know, all that goes into it. The fact of the matter is, is that you're never really going to be done learning. No. And that's the reward is every day we get an opportunity to be better. Every single day, we get an opportunity to grow and learn more, and it never ends. And I love that because that means that the sky's the limit. There's no limit to how much we can achieve in our horsemanship or really anything else we want to do.
0: Well, and like we talked about today, you know, enjoy the day. Enjoy the moment. And don't be, you know, understand that how lucky we are that we get to do what we do. And yeah, you might work late on a Friday. You may work all day Saturdays. You, you know, the the workload comes with it. It does. right? The it workload does. comes with it. You know, like you said, the learning never stops. I mean, I'm still, you know, I've been around a while and the more I learn, the more I learn there is to learn.
1: Just like you said. <laughs> We've just scratched the surface.
0: Yeah, I, I I really believe that with the horses, with the potential of these horses, I think we've just scratched the surface. I I don't. I think there's a lot more left to get.
1: Absolutely.
0: And and you know that starts with us. I mean that starts with us. I mean.
1: When you think about it, we've really just scratched the surface on ourselves too, right? A-
0: absolutely. Yeah because you know just like this week when we're talking about feel we're talking about timing balance the release you know this morning when we were talking about you know the biggest weakness I see in horses everywhere I go is collection you know lateral and vertical softness that that's the biggest weakness I see at all my clinics well on top of that you could also go with trainers and I mean with the people that I work with and just like for ourselves this week probably at times our biggest one of our biggest weaknesses is being really precise with the release yep and the release is what you teach yep so if we're not very good with the release how much have we taught that day exactly you know and So you know just all the conversations we you know we have rode a ton this week which was fun cena you know for me to watch just like the change in nelly from yesterday to today Mm -hmm. now that's the payback for me yeah that was that was pretty awesome yeah and 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 because really the big payback is the fact that i didn't do it Mm -hmm. that you did it you know and to watch you do it i mean that was i was like now we're talking when I was watching you lope her around on a loose rein and her head was down and she was soft and quiet and then you slid to a stop and she stood there like her feet were in concrete with her head down I was like okay
1: now we got it
0: now we can go do some business right Yep You know and that that's the payback for me is when I see you do that You know that 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 really kind of made my week really mm.
1: I mean, I have to thank you, though, because I won't lie. When I came up here this week, I was definitely in a place of low self-confidence, and my self-talk to myself was probably not very good. But this week, I feel like I've flipped that switch. I feel like I've got it back because you did. I had your encouragement, but I was still able to do it. And that was that was the little pick-me-up I needed to get pointed back in the right direction. So well, thank that was...
0: You. Yeah, with you... Which, like I said, I mean, work ethic was not an issue. But every, you know, and we've all been there where we need that little bump. And really and truly, that, that one change in you, was gonna, that's going to be a huge change over time. And the one thing I'd like to, you know, tell Sarah, you know, from this week is always remember that with that self-talk. Because you got it. You got it. You got what it takes. You're you. you're going to do great. Thank you. And thanks for being on this week. Thank really you appreciate for it. Me. So, I got to sign off. So, God bless each and every one of you and as always, be your best. Hey, thanks for joining us on today's show to learn more about the training program that inspired the Be Your Best podcast. Head over to philhavenhorsemanship.com and join our online community by following us at Horsemanship on Facebook or Instagram. This is where we're going to be sharing tons of training tips and information about how you can experience our Training Through Understanding program at one of our upcoming clinics. As you go through the day today, I want to encourage you to figure out one thing you can do to get 1% better, whether that is in your horsemanship journey, your career, or your personal life. Own it and be your best. God bless and have a great day of training.